You're listening to the Bloom and Grow podcast with your three favorite sisters, me, Janelle, me, Ariel, and me, Gabrielle. Yeah, it's been two weeks, but we are back and we are starting March off with a little conversation. It's not too scripted. We're just kind of sharing our heart or feelings and, well, obviously scripture because at this point... When do we not? Um, about things that have been happening in current events in the news in our country. We live in Canada, by the way, but also just in general. I think a lot of things are now spanning across countries and thing. There are many global issues right now. We are coming out of a pandemic, so we are having a post-pandemic conversation about post-pandemic. what we are what's on our heart what's stressing our heart well not stressing because we don't stress but just our woes and grievances (laughs) we're taking them to you to the book of lamentations and maybe you can agree maybe you can maybe you disagree but at the end of the day we just want to end our conversation with like okay what does god say we should or how does god say we should react to the things happening right now what is the takeaway spiritually but before we get into that, we're going to start with our five-minute chat on a current event. And, I mean, let's do what's probably on everyone's mind. International Women's Day. <laughs> no, I was going to say the war with Ukraine and Russia. Oh. That's a very hot, hot topic. And I feel bad saying it's a hot topic because that's such a first world privilege thing to say. Like it's mm-hmm. a literal war that people are dying and having a hard time with right now. But for us, it's a hot topic and it's just everyone. It's a buzz word or buzz theme. And what do you guys have to say? What do you guys think? Where's your heart at? I want to know all the all the goodies, all the tea. You start uh can i start yeah it has nothing to do with the topic i think that you should have your own radio show you're so good at talking this intro such sounds a great so host. good yeah you're such a good host i would listen to it's you afraid you should keep your mouth closed because i can hear you breathing <laughs> ariel just loves to drag me and she loves to be a savage she loves to just be the annoying little sister honestly because he's gonna do it per um okay i will say one thing about the whole ukraine russia incident jr kind of alluded to it the privilege of being a first world or western country because it's quite sad like this has been brewing for months and if you did turn on the news and there were some articles about like russia and ukraine's tensions but it only i feel like Obviously, it's not speaking for everyone, but generally speaking, um, I feel like it only become, became a huge issue here in the nor- in the West, like in North America specifically, when there was the potential threat of a world war, knowing that we are either Americans or Canadians and knowing that whether if you're an American, like you're a world power. So if America gets involved in a war, that's going to threaten mm-hmm. our peace. And, and our like freedom. Russia having connection to nuclear weapons yeah. and Putin being wild. Putin, Putin. 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 with the cheese Yeah. That's true. Like, and I think it was just overshadowed by the pandemic as well. Like mm-hmm. the reality of the situation is so many people were being so frustrated with 
you know, the past two years of being stuck in a pandemic Mm -hmm. that I think it kind of crowded out things that were happening in other countries. Like Mm -hmm. let's, let's stop here and say like things are happening everywhere right now. Like we're talking specifically about Ukraine and Russia, but I'm sure there's many different countries where they're having their own like grievances, their own issues. Mm -hmm. But like Ari said, this has just a little bit more global implications just because people are like, we want to tiptoe around, russia so that we don't potentially get into a world war mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> but yeah go ahead i wasn't sure what i was gonna say i don't really have much to say on this topic but i just think it's so interesting uh to observe humanity like me and ari were talking about this not too long ago um just noticing how different people are reacting to what's going on in Russia and Ukraine is just it's like such a spectrum like I don't know everyone's different so interesting like I feel like I can speak on behalf of the three of us when I say that our reaction is is definitely more uh I don't even like I don't want to say okay I'm not going to say anything about us sorry but we've noticed (laughs) we've noticed uh or okay let's go back so it's a spectrum like I said so uh, we've seen so many people not necessarily that we know just like on social media or even like at work we've Mm -hmm. heard people react to it and it's like oh my gosh like my life is just getting back to normal um i you know i had plans for the summer like i have all these plans and this is just gonna ruin all my plans and like oh my gosh i'm so scared like obviously those are all valid but like i feel like irrational fear not first feeling sorry for people okay i don't want this to come off in the wrong way but the last person i was thinking about when i was reading the news and stuff was myself like i feel like we're so disconnected like we're Mm, so far removed from the situation that Mm -hmm. it feels inappropriate for me yeah yeah to be worried about myself and how it's gonna affect me when i'm not in the heat of it like Mm -hmm. there are people literally in ukraine literally in russia in the surrounding nations that are like actively in danger in danger and having to deal with the ramifications of this and we in north america um i mean of course i know we have started to feel some ramifications Mm -hmm. like of course yeah gas prices are going up and Mm -hmm. like maybe some places food expenses are going up there's yeah it does have ramifications but it's just interesting like how we're just so prone in our humanity to prioritize ourselves over other people and like especially when you're so far removed from something you can be so desensitized to the the real pain and the suffering that Mm -hmm. is being experienced by other people um which i've heard a lot of people like at work and stuff say that it's just so eerie to be watching like the people in ukraine or i guess ukraine yeah um like you know like watching the bombs being like dropped or whatever because reading it is so different from seeing it like when you read in the news it's like mm-hmm. it's yeah. like rumors also, like, of why war. do we have footage of this questionable yeah. <clears throat> yeah oh yeah yeah i completely agree with everything you're saying i'm gonna be controversial betty for yes. a minute she always is Please. 
but it's a second hand i think consequence of being married to trevor no <laughs> no this is you always balance. how i was yeah. but i yeah like i completely agree with everything you're saying that it that every like right now i've seen a lot of people be a lot more selfish in their response and yes like gabby said we get it like people are like why is gas going up and mm -hmm. blah 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 instead of having empathy and as believers the first thing we really should be doing is praying mm -hmm. and i think like i would caution everyone on social media this doesn't just apply to the issue with ukraine and russia but like literally to anything mm -hmm. so like even in the past year and a half when it was Black Lives Matter or the pandemic or if it was just another war, if there was famine, if there was drought, like if mm -hmm. there was, you know, just different things, like your first reaction really should be prayer. And I'm not saying mm -hmm. this thing that like I've got this right, but like I just caution you because a lot of times I'm the cynic and I'm like, how much is all of this that you're doing on social, on media. social media mm -hmm. helping the actual cause? Mm -hmm. Only God can intervene into this and to and actually create some kind of like miracle working situation where mm -hmm. people are you know protected and safe in the midst of war mm -hmm. or find peace in the midst of war like i i mean i don't know what countries are doing like i'm not i don't read so much into the news to know like all the details but as believers our first and f like our first thing should be prayer and that that's the it's it's crazy to me because I think we don't grasp how much power we have being able to go before God mm -hmm. and actually ask him to intervene into mm -hmm. things like that is the biggest and the best thing that you can do for someone mm -hmm. and for people and for your neighbors is to pray for them, to pray for mm -hmm. their situation. And as you pray for them, like God will give you the empathy. God will give you the heart to, you know, even though our human nature is to just be selfish and to probably think about how we're affected first, as you start to pray for others, God actually opens up our capabilities to be able to love our neighbors as we should. Mm -hmm. But the controversial piece is my reaction has just been more focused or like, I feel like I've been more in my feelings about the reaction of believers that I've just seen on the internet mm. or heard. Um, because to be quite honest with you, nothing in this world surprises me. And when I heard about the war in Ukraine, people might think I'm like, what's the word? Like, um, like not affect, um, like just flat a, affect. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> apathetic. Apathetic. Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> people might flat think affect. I'm apathetic. But the reality is, I believe the word. Like, and I know the yeah, truth. This was all the reality is... Yeah, this was prophesied. We are living in the end times. Mm -hmm. And this is very much what God said would happen. That yeah, in the last days, we would have pestilences. Mm -hmm. We would have wars. We would have rumors disease. We'd have mm -hmm. rumors of wars. Like, we're living in the end times. So mm -hmm. nothing, when I tell you, like, nothing, the pandemic didn't surprise me. No. This doesn't surprise me. And it I'm not like, oh my God. Like, disrupt you or dev. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't want to say that. Sorry. It shouldn't devastate you, but it should be a wake up call to like, God is coming. Jesus mm -hmm. is coming soon. And what am I doing? You know, like, your, it should your, be a wake up I, call. Your overall outlook shouldn't be one of despair. Yeah, yeah it's like, it it's these things were meant to have. Like, yeah. I know people, people I think, it's so funny to me because in my entire life, people 
were telling me like this is what's gonna happen like we oh like God, the, yeah, the, the end times end times and the end times mm-hmm. finally come and then they're like oh my gosh <laughs> you're interrupting with my life yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh it's a this f- is, enemy uh, and i'm like this is okay yeah no, this is your it, god this is in your bible that it, you love I mean, the like, enemy but god allowed it, it, it and yeah. the bible told us he would allow it yeah like, we're driving why are you force. shocked Whoever it is behind it, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and it's interesting to me to see people's reaction when it's like, you didn't have the same vibe when we had a pandemic, Mm -hmm. but all of a sudden, because it's war, then your whole entire tune changes. Those like Death is still death. Death is death is death, and war is devastating. Do not get me wrong. I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to degrade that. But yes, like Ariel said, it comes down to the fact that people are dying every single day from different things and it's not just about people dying of covid it's like the fact that because of all of the detrimental things that have happened Mm -hmm. because of covid like the economy crashing jobs whatever Mm -hmm. mental health is on the rise people sorry mental illness thank you (laughs) i wish it was on (laughs) not mental not good with mental health but (laughs) mental illness is on the rise um opioid crisis mm -hmm. is insane Mm -hmm. drug use has got like there's so many different things that have come out of this that you know are on the negative side that are connected directly connected to covid and people have died people have lost their livelihood people are struggling people are literally on the brink of losing their lives yeah and it's just like people are losing their lives right now in Ukraine and, and Russia, just like people are losing their lives right now in other countries mm-hmm. who are starving of food. And like, mm-hmm. it's just mind blowing to me because it's like, you want, to, so many people are like, okay, hey, let's put all this money into Ukraine. It's like, what are you doing for your community? Yeah. Start there. Because like I said, how much, what can we truly, truly do for what that situation? Mm-hmm. Apart from like praying for it, like what can we truly do? Like, I don't, I don't think every single person has a, the ability to have a massive impact right now on the war in Russia and Ukraine. Like that's just the fact, but where you can have the biggest impact is in your community, in your circle, in your everyday life. And it's like, what are you doing? Are you helping the poor? Are you like at food shelters? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But you're like, Mm -hmm. let me gung ho and be for Russia. And like, sorry, not for Russia, but just like fight against this war and like do everything I can to support Ukraine and, with money and stuff and that's good but i'm like if it's if you're not doing anything at your in within your community then it's just kind of like i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i will i will add one more thing too like recently we were talking with um daddy and he was saying like the importance of not taking a political side with this and i was like huh like why would you be like i it kind of i got what he was saying but i was struggling to like apply it and understand and then just today i've just had like more of a a softening of not not that my heart was hard or whatever but i think just especially with media we've been just focused on the ukrainians but russians are suffering just as much like you just because you're russian does not mean you're buddy but with putin and you put mm-hmm. all these rules in right they're also suffering like all the different sanctions affecting their ability to buy sell mm-hmm. like you know Trade. um just just shared something with me about this man who wasn't even sure if he'd be able to buy insulin for enough insulin for his wife because massacred and visa have put all these li- different all the restrictions yeah. and sanctions it's right like, unlivable, like, unlivable. Like, it's not people who are going to be most affected are the people who are not didn't even want the war or yeah the, exactly. maybe they there like, might be a few radicalists but still like yeah it's your everyday yeah. russian who's like 
like even there are even soldiers who don't want to fight like Mm -hmm. there was an article that came out about some soldier who they read his last text to his mom before he was killed and it was like he's like he didn't want to be there and he was like this is this is scary mom like i don't know why like super civilians are being harmed like the the ukrainians and it's like you can't just yeah it's not black and white Mm -hmm. and but what daddy was saying too is like picking a side like you can always have your own political ideas whatever and you know you vote for whoever you want to vote for um but sharing that is dangerous and probably not wise because in doing that as a leader especially and even as a believer you kind of like isolate the other side Mm -hmm. or like without knowing it you kind of shut yourself off to the other side when we're trying to kind of like create open doors with everyone so Mm -hmm. that we can be a light to everyone but if you're just like yeah like this is i stand you know with this gung ho if you don't vote this, for this you know yeah, no, you kind of shut the door to the other side and the reality of the situation is if we are truly believers and followers of christ mm-hmm. no political party 100 percent aligns with the bible and we sh- no political party should we be so proud to actually go out and be like i support them mm-hmm. <laughs> because every single political party has something that god does not stand for mm-hmm. therefore why are we being mm-hmm. the what do you call it now like armor bearers or whatever like the flag bearers for that party like it's unnecessary yeah. yes pick the vote pick the party that best you know aligns with your beliefs and what you stand for but just because you made that decision for yourself doesn't mean that it's like an ultimate right or wrong kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it doesn't mean that party is for God. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our ultimate allegiance should just be to, to God. To God. We are, that's Period. the only responsibility that we have. Period. Yeah. Like, missing Mark, my guy. Yeah. Just well, we're going to segue into another topic. That was more than five minutes. So yeah, sorry, I decided to let it slide because no, no, like no, the whole conversation. Yeah, the whole conversation is supposed to be about post-pandemic woes. So it's a conversation. Minutes, we're liars. <laughs> <laughs> five, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. <laughs> um, Segwaying into another hot topic, and I'm surprised this is a hot topic because I thought it was just kind of like us and maybe other people that we personally knew, but listening to like a christian bait like a christian podcast in the uk (laughs) like this was a hot topic like so i think it doesn't just apply Mm -hmm. to us and to it must be applying to like a ton of people across the globe who are Mm -hmm. believers but let's talk about like church burnout like do you like i the question i think i saw was like um the pandemic's over and i don't want to go back to my church <laughs> oh relatable <laughs> like the assembly like you're, you're just kind of like you got so used to being at home online church online church versus physical church mm-hmm. yeah Thoughts? it's interesting because i feel like it's literally split in the middle yeah it's <laughs> half and half <laughs> you yeah. have people that are like I have been waiting for the pandemic to be over so that I can go back to that in-person fellowship. And then you have the other people that are like, (laughs) neither here nor there. Yeah. And I, yeah, I would kind of fall in the second category. We're all in the same boat. It's just, it's not even just church. It's everything. Like I I would be fine if I didn't have to see, like have to interact with people the same, like if we were, everything was current pandemic, 
I don't have, there's no obligation to leave my house, to see people, to do anything, to go anywhere. But life can resume for those who want life to resume. That'd be great. The <laughs> idea that I have to yeah, now an assimilate back into society is really annoying. Yeah. yeah. I understand that not everyone feels that way. And some people really mm-hmm. desperately need connection. It's but valid. let's focus it just on church. So like thoughts on like, because I know now I think a lot of churches are trying to now kind of like figure out the balance of how do we do online and in person, you know, the because hybrid. before going mm-hmm. from the, it was just a lot of people before the pandemic it was just mostly um, in person gatherings mm-hmm. and um, activities. And then the pandemic it was just only online. And then now it's like, OK, mm-hmm. what do we do? Yeah. Especially for churches that I think are not like mega churches, it becomes more of a legitimate concern because they're thinking, right. oh, like, are people going to show up right. if we do online? Right. You mean if you do? If we do online, online. Oh, are they going to show up in person? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I feel like nothing happens by chance, you know? And like we said this so many times that like the pandemic was definitely or God intended for things to happen during the pandemic. And um, he's always intending for us to change and to grow and and to adapt. And like, we even see that in history, like the way that the gospel has been spread over generations and generations has definitely changed and adapted. Um, And God's not limited by mediums and by location or by building and things like that. So I feel like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm for the hybrid and I'm, I'm for just being open, like, because we're living in an increasingly tech, technological age and we miss out on an opportunity for greater impact, which should be, you know, like our primary, like driving motivation. Yeah. Our driving motivation as Christians, like to have, to, to create the most impact, to have the greatest reach um, on this world if we limit ourselves to just one approach yeah. um, to how we do church whatever that is and I, I'm not saying like I'm going even beyond like just sun I, I feel like it is a spectrum to church but I, I'm going beyond even just like your traditional Sunday a.m. service I'm sure other churches have already um, integrated other like service or other ways of connecting and like talking about God that expand beyond your traditional church on a Sunday morning kind of thing. Like how else can we bring the gospel to people and um, how else can we make it? Or I don't want to say make it. I don't want to say, I don't know what the word is. I was going to say trendy, but not like trendy, relevant. but how, can, how we, how, yeah. How can we make it relevant to people in every sphere of life? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and accessible. So, and accessible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah sorry what's question? i don't remember what i was saying online versus in person um i'm a gaps I'm hybrid hybrid, oh okay no so you you were asking about church burnout so i feel i feel very burnt out um from the traditional uh 100%. kind of church yeah uh format like just mm-hmm. like the a.m sunday service p.m sunday service mm-hmm. and yeah I, I just feel like there is more and there's a better way that we can do things. And um, there's 
an there's an opportunity to have greater reach and to make things more accessible and to make things more relevant. Like I, I remember we were talking not too long ago about just like even moving beyond like your traditional like preach preach kind of format i don't even know how to <laughs> praise this but just like preaching to people but yeah. and you know having opportunity for more discussion or even just more practical uh application application 1, like how does the word of god apply to every aspect of my life my finances mm -hmm. like uh, things that Simple people can actually things you know take and use in their day-to-day -day lives like because we're living in such a different time and like such a different time it's what worked in the past is not and will not continue to work in like the in the future like that's to the how not, maybe some parts of it but and i maybe. think one of the biggest um bonuses of having churches be forced to like do more online is actually being confronting the fact that some of the methods that they had before would are just not working as they wanted them to like for instance i think that a lot of what i've experienced in church and a lot of the messages and the content has been relayed in a format that is primarily like without maybe people knowing it and without speakers knowing it and stuff is primarily focused towards an audience yes. that is already church. Yes. A hundred percent. Very much. So. However, what is the goal? Mm -hmm. You know, like, yes, mm -hmm. church is supposed to be um, a community of believers and we are supposed to uplift one another and encourage one another. But what's the mandate here? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, we are supposed to spread Jesus yeah. and to bring people to him to be that kind of pathway for people to find Christ and to receive salvation. Mm -hmm. That is the mandate. Like mm -hmm. literally that's what Jesus said, go into the world and preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I think unfortunately, like I feel like in the past, like three or four years, like things have changed so much mm -hmm. because of like yeah. the pandemic and social media yeah, and just sure. people being forced to be online and people being forced to be more on social media because things were online, mm -hmm. because they're stuck at home, mm -hmm. people being more creative, people being like all of that. Like we are now going into a generation that is so very different from the prop the leaders who are currently mm -hmm. in churches. Yeah. It's oh so different. Yes, don't get researched. And mm -hmm. my heart is like, I don't think what worked for what her. worked mm -hmm. even ten years ago. Yeah. Not even ten five. It's gonna work for this Gen Z. Mm -hmm. And it's not about changing the heart of the message. No. It's just we're just talking about the delivery. Mm -hmm. And that's important because people would be like, Jesus, Jesus like Jesus sells. But if people don't if people can't see the Jesus in your life, <laughs> mm -hmm. And if they can't get and the if, relevancy to why they need Jesus exactly, in their lives, exactly. then we're kind of not doing yeah. it for yeah. them. You know, like what is yeah someone going to, why am I going to be convinced that this yep. is the way? Yep. It's so funny that you're saying this. I'm pretty, maybe you guys have watched. <laughs> maybe Same. you guys watched it. But I was watching uh, a Better, Better Together, Together video, obviously. <laughs> and I can't remember who it was, but 
It's a Facebook girl. Yeah. But anyways, I don't remember her um, name. It doesn't oh, matter. But anyways, she was just making the point to to it just follows perfectly with what Janelle has been saying that a part of you know tweaking the, the the delivery of the message that we're trying to send out into this world is um packaging it in a way that is going to be digestible no, to no whoever joke. it is that you're speaking to mm-hmm. and we see that modeled in scripture um like i feel like we miss the what Je- what jesus the point that Jesus was trying to make in the gospels, like he's, he's shown so many times in scripture that he did that very thing through the parables that he, um, that he spoke, like they were all catered very much to their audience. You had the parable of the fish, Mm -hmm. uh, that he spoke to the fishermen because that was something that, that was communicated in a way that they could understand. And it's like, he wasn't talking to um, the Pharisees saying, cast your nets. Like, it didn't yeah, apply. it didn't apply. Yeah, like, and that's exactly what Janelle's saying, mm-hmm. like, to that exact point. not We're not talking about changing our message or doing things contrary to, you know, core beliefs or anything like that, but breaking down the essence of the gospel in a mm-hmm. way that is understandable and applicable to everyone wherever they are no no matter at what age they are what place in life that they may be like how can we be more effective in reaching these people and god always did that and like another thing too that he always did that i think we lost uh, jesus went to where everyone was like a lot of the times like he met the woman at the well like in her surroundings you know it's not like he met the fisherman there he he sat down with tax collectors like he Mm -hmm. literally ate with them like he was going places and doing things but the the point here is that he was integrating with people outside of just like believers it's important to do it with believers too it's important that you're i believe that your close circle like the people who have the ability to influence you are believers but you shouldn't just be hanging out with them and certainly Church should not become all of your life to the point where you aren't doing anything except for with believers and you are not doing anything except for like just going to church. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean just like if you're going to work because like everyone has to work and most people don't work in a Christian setting. Mm -hmm. But if you're just going to work and clocking out, like that doesn't count. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, like I work with with unbelievers. Really, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so does so like Join the, club. the majority of us. Yeah. That's not the point. But the point is that I think what hopefully God was trying to reach out to or to let people see and Christians see is like you are the church first mm-hmm. and foremost. The church starts with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if the building is taken away you still have power you can still influence you still have me all of me living on the inside of you Mm -hmm. and therefore i still expect to see things you know like i god was one or jesus was one person peter's one person like you see them going about their day Mm -hmm. and having an impact and yes they come together and they edify each other Mm -hmm. and they worship together And there's power in that. And then like, mm-hmm. movements happen with that. But like literally, I think it was just to the point where it's like just com- corporate worship was glorified and just 
For events sure. were glorified. And it's like such a good point. At the end of the day, like Gabby said, and like I think Ari mentioned too, it's like a part of the relevancy piece is being able to like you can't be relevant to someone if you aren't first of all, you won't even have the opportunity to talk and be relevant with people, like if you aren't going outside of your way to like yeah. you know, like if you're only going to church and going home and going to work and that's it and you're not making an effort to connect with people who are not like you mm-hmm. for the sake of being a light mm-hmm. then how are you going to even get the opportunity to yeah. be relevant and to share the goodness of god like yep. I just feel like we can't just rely on the building. Like, yeah, and wait for people to show up. We've been doing that, and what mm-hmm. has happened? What do we have to show from it? And that's mm-hmm. why online is powerful, because it's taken away the work of us having to physically go outside of our house <laughs> <laughs> and try and connect. But mm-hmm. God has made it so, like, we have it so much easier. Literally, go online yeah. with your ministries and, like, have be creative about different things. Mm-hmm. And you can reach people right where they are. Mm-hmm. That's like what this podcast is doing. Yeah, pretty We've much. Seen that it's had impact. Exactly. And, and we bless God for place. that. Oh, yeah, we thank God for that. And we bless God. We bless God. Ari, what do you have to say? You said everything. Honestly, I was <laughs> literally just listening. I'm like, like, I saw you open your mouth a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. All I was going to say is like, this might sound rude, but if you know me, you know I don't mean this to be rude. But like, if you if not if it's not computing now and you listen to previous episodes, then something's wrong because like I at this point we almost sound like broken records. We've said yeah. this over and over and yeah. over and over again. Like it is what it is. We just need to find the balance. But yes, to being burnt out, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So, what is your advice to people who feel like they? don't like okay for people one who are saying like okay like i have like an online church but i'm not going to in person like what's your advice to them sorry um as in your church that you were a member of like has online service options no forget the member piece they are only going to online service sorry i mean in person what i mean is are you like uh, you have a church to call home. Yeah, is is this your? Who's your? They shepherd? identify <laughs> that online church as their church. <laughs> That's a lot of Christians. Though. Or, no, I get it. I get it. I, or I know like, what you mean. Say the on, the online church could be in a different place, um, like another country or whatever. And it's like I'm just going oh, to online church. There's a lot of people. There's a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. There's I know a lot what you of mean. Like I'm not. That. I'm not. I'm not. Um, this is not a foreign concept to me, but I just wanted to understand what specifically you were talking about Mm -hmm. um so like i feel like i always say this but Mm -hmm. the bible is a beautiful thing um and we we just need to use it because (laughs) (laughs) there's so many things laid out (laughs) in the scripture and god has given it to us as a tool for which we should govern our lives okay so the bible is very intentional about you having a shepherd okay um so (laughs) (laughs) i am not gonna fault you for going to your online service because i do that but i that can't be the end all and the be all you do need to have 
some spiritual authority that you are in submission to um and that is scriptural that is laid out in scripture that's the purpose really the primary purpose of the church is for us to have that accountability to have a shepherd that is in tune that can you know speak and wisdom a physical community too yes I, I, that's the third thing that i was gonna say but someone who actually knows and, you and yeah someone yeah. that can speak into your life and is and spirit not a general led, word right like and not a general word you. and maybe it, it and might not necessarily show up yeah physically when needed exactly and it might not necessarily just be that the pastor no, but the people but it, in the, the church. people in the church the leadership it could be a, a, a mentor like a yeah it could be yeah it could be your fellow brother and sister in christ or it could be like a an elder that you look up to or you know what i'm saying like there needs to be, god knows what he's doing okay mm -hmm. that's what i mean like and you just need to trust that he knows best we think that we know best but he knows best and he, he knows that we need community we need connection mm -hmm. and there are limits to online okay there yeah. are limits and for the people who maybe have been hurt in the past or like they don't so you're saying they need to pray about it and find a mm -hmm. in person to also go to okay so the people who have been hurt by or, previous like church relationships and they're like, okay, I don't want to go to it. Like online is very comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, for that purpose. There's no healing or growth there. Yeah, no, no, I get that. And I think if you just go back to the first sentence, you see the problem. Mm -hmm. You're not fully healed. True. And God does not want us to be walking around with un uh, that with pain or whatever wounds situations that are, that are not addressed mm -hmm. so yeah address the wounds of course, and we're not we saying like yeah that and church you hurt is to real go back to the church <laughs> yeah. that hurt you you just need to find but one you can't that write church. off all churches exactly you know and that so, attitude shows yeah. that you haven't healed Mm -hmm. you can't write off just forsaking the body of christ and mm -hmm. like the actual like gathering together of the scenes you know that's actual scripture mm -hmm. and in because that you've been hurt before and like look how many times people have hurt us in their people life people have been hurt before in relationships and people are still, still getting married and still getting baby right. like, <laughs> that's still not going back to the same person still going back if to you're the hurt same enough, person you would never you would just swear <laughs> off love i mean there are people like that but like it doesn't apply to other contexts it's so true it's God. true and this it's like true, yeah. i think the, it's a tricky balance because on the one hand i do i've 100 percent for sure have a higher standard for believers than i do for people who aren't 100 percent, i can say that without course, a doubt yeah. because honestly going back to the whole situation with you the wars in ukraine or whatever mm -hmm. and all these different global events the global events is not what's pressing me it's pressing me the reactions of people who say that yeah. they are Believers. followers of christ mm -hmm. um so i do definitely hold believers to a higher standard but also at the same time i recognize that we are all human and i don't expect perfection mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when people mess up within the church i'm like okay well i mess up i'm a human being mm -hmm. so do they you know what i mean like i think sometimes we put people to yeah too much of a people them on a pedestal that never needed to be there like only mm -hmm. god should be on that pedestal mm -hmm. because the reality of the situation is we all fall short we all sin mm -hmm. we all mess up we all need grace we all deserve the worst but god in his loving kindness gave us the best and mm -hmm. so 
And I think it's important to when you're feeling like putting all the blame on like other people to remember how flawed you are because you're not perfect sure. ma'am or sir right. <laughs> so um start there because let he who is without sin cast the first cast stone. the first stone mm-hmm. and who is that <laughs> who is that who's without sin mm-hmm. jesus and so i just feel like we just also need to ground ourselves in that truth the fact that like you know we really could have been the other person who hurt someone or did something bad if it was just a different different situation different and life you circumstances did cause that and you probably hurt have caused you hurt even know about. you know what i mean like i think we also have to keep that in mind and mm-hmm. when we have that mentality and that mindset it helps us to move past those things easier i feel mm-hmm. like you're not going to drag it with you because <sighs> for lack of a better saying you just didn't have that high expectations to begin with but not mm. to say in a negative way but like in a balanced way like people are going to hurt you people are going to disappoint you people mm-hmm. are going to let you down people are just not going to get it right why because we are <laughs> life is trash and mm-hmm. we're imperfect and but for the grace of god literally that mm-hmm. would be me you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i think it's important sorry jay continue no i'm done i I think it's so important to uh allow the lord to humble you because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to janelle's point like we're all imperfect we've all been wronged yes but we've all done wrong to other people and it's but for the grace of god and i feel like if you want if you really have if you're really determined to live a life of humility you'll never forget the mm-hmm. grace that god has extended to you yes, and how yes, he's forgiven yes. you and if you live in constant reminder of and constant gratitude for the grace that god has extended to you and the way that he's forgiven you you cannot you cannot withhold forgiveness mm-hmm. um and it allows and you, you cannot to extend exactly grace. Yeah. not extend grace to others when they wrong you it just doesn't make sense um so i think it's really important just to you know have a humble opinion a lowly opinion of yourself because we're not better than any than yeah. anybody else we all ask god to remind you of like what he his grace in your life like if you, mm-hmm. if you need that daily reminder then get that daily reminder so mm-hmm. that you don't yeah and a lot of times we do need that like we do need to remind ourselves we're not better than the next person because mm-hmm. i think oftentimes even as believers you might not realize that you think like that like you're like and we make this hierarchy of like, oh, yeah. they did this. Like, you don't even realize it sometimes until, but when you check the motives behind your actions or when you even check your actions, like, okay, why did I do this? Or why did I say this? Or why do I feel like this? And then you realize, hold on a second. Like, I'm uncomfortable. Or I have this discomfort or I have this feeling or I acted this way because ultimately I put myself on a pedestal over another person. Yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, they should have never. Mm-hmm. Or like, how could they do this to me? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, just, oh, like, I feel really uncomfortable being with these people. Or like, I'm not going to, why are you hanging out with those people? Or like, just all these whatever different things, is, whatever yeah. it is. Some element Check, of pride. Yeah, exactly. Humbly and remind yourself. Exactly. Yeah, no. daily check mm-hmm. yourself and allow the spirit to work on you and remind you to have an accurate view opinion and mm-hmm. view of yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like again 
scripture is so clear tells us to forgive 70 times seven okay 70 times seven to one person to one person i'm not saying it's easy but that is the mark (laughs) so yeah yeah so guys anything else that's a post-pandemic will anything that you can think of those were the things that i had planned but (laughs) you know if i'm missing something and you have something on your heart and mind that you just want to speak up about and share right now (laughs) ariel i don't think so i think you covered gabby no i could go on and on and on At the end of the day, I think we just need to remember that Jesus is coming soon. Jesus if anything, I was going to say my post-pandemic goal is that Jesus is not coming yet. But I know that the gospel yeah. has to uh, yeah, reach. Is not yeah, that's the yet. selfish part of us. You know, it's like, God, I'm ready for you to come yeah, to me. Yeah, and this world is trash. That's how we be living. Not when we all, when I yeah. get to <laughs> but it's like we really need people to ask God to reached. give us his heart and his yeah. heart and mind for people mm-hmm. and that will shift the way that we oh, be- I guess as a post-pandemic yeah. will like needing or sorry my post-pandemic woe is mustering up enough Holy Ghost to deal with people again mm, yeah you said yeah. that in the beginning oh I did? Yeah. okay it's clearly it's probably I need to work on <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, I feel you. Right. But for I me, I need the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost again. For me, it's more believers, and I think this entire season has just taught me. Because before, I think I never really thought about the fact that I held believers to a higher standard. I was just like, whatever, we're all sinners. Like, even if you sin, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. not that I don't, I don't care. Judge. <laughs> I just don't. Only God can you know what I mean? But then <laughs> the past two years has really There's taught me. Yeah, I, I have a higher expectation of believers than I absolutely <laughs> thought I yeah, did. No, for sure. And so I'm working on that. Disappointment. Disappointment. Some more disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, we feel you. Yeah. So in light of that, like it's remembering that God is still control in control, even if don't, I don't see don't things that I Ariel. <laughs> God is still in control, even if I don't see the things that I think I should be seeing. And even if I feel like I'm just lost in the abyss. (laughs) But um, God is still in control and I just need to focus on my relationship with him and yielding to him, surrendering to him. And as I do that, I know that he will work everything. God will work it this out. This is the second time that mommy has God interrupted us. God will work it out. One mommy, you want to say hi? <laughs> you have to hi, give her mommy. a microphone. Give her no, the mic. No, you have to speak into the mic. You have to speak into the mic. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. You're well, so stay tuned for Mother's Day episode that we have planned to have in, an interview with our mother. But until then, sign off, mommy. I'm just so blessed to have three booze. <laughs> okay. How do you say it in French? I don't know what you're saying. Oh, bows. Are like those romantic yeah. interests? Um, three beautiful daughters. You have to speak into the mic. Three beautiful daughters who I couldn't ask for more. They are the best reflection of Jesus to remind me who I should be like. 
Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. We, threw, we throw that compliment right yes. back at you. Yes. <laughs> I throw that compliment right back right at you, Right as you were saying, you're lost in the abyss and the world yes. is trash. Yes. Wow, what a, what a blessing you are, mommy. You yeah. came at the right time. Oh my gosh. I don't know what else I could ask for. Wait, so do you want to do you want to? <laughs> I don't know what I could what else I could ask for. A husband who knows me, who I love, and three beautiful daughters who are better reflections of Jesus than I could ever be. I don't know. Whoa. Oh wow! Well, well stay tuned, Captain, because we oh. a son. I have a son too. And we would not be here if it were not <laughs> we for not. our parents. No. But anyways, stay tuned for that. For anyways, we're going to sign off on this episode. Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to go to bed. She works tomorrow. But anyways, we... Ariel. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to encourage yourself. You just got to mute her mic. <laughs> yeah, do that. Not on this podcast. Okay, sorry, Jay, go ahead. I had to, you know, guys, this is a real, you just gotta be a troll. Once a troll, always a troll. Never gonna stop being a troll. Go ahead. Okay, well, we hope that you. Honestly, this was more of a cathartic session for us, and I'm not really sure how much it, it will benefit you. But if we can take away anything, remember that Jesus is coming soon, and we are praying for you. We love you guys, and we want the best for every single listener. Yeah. We want you to thrive, even in these trying mm-hmm. and these dark times. Mm-hmm. I believe that God Hallelujah. still wants to move mightily, and He's still he's moving. Still moving. Oh yeah, He's still. Okay. I think yeah. that was William you should actually bring it in to sing it. No, that was the Lord. Ariel, this is a podcast, <laughs> not a recording session. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, listen to He's Still Moving by William McDowell. Yes. Yeah. And um, sorry, Gabby, what you're gonna say? I was gonna say. Allow the Lord to challenge you. Yes, yes. Challenge you to be a better human being, first of all. Challenge you to reach out to those around you. Challenge you to think about how you can be an influence and impact yeah. a positive one to yeah, I'm gonna share those around you. Yes. That's just been, wow. Just really, the Lord has been speaking to me. He's still moving. <clears throat> Sorry. John, John 17, verse 4. Sorry, like I, this is unscripted. <laughs> I'm just pulling it Everything up. else That's was scripted. That's fine. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was scripted. Hold on a second. Just give me a moment. As she was bringing that up, remember to follow us on Instagram if you haven't. What's our Instagram, Jane? At Bloom and Grow Podcast. And actually, we are hoping to actually start doing video soon. So stay tuned for that. Ignore the videos that you saw before. <laughs> like a full, like a, like a video and audio recording. So yeah, it'll be on be YouTube. Whoa, for those who are visual. Janelle, visual. guys, let's actually give it up one time for the one time. Yeah. For the real ones. Janelle you, hold on, is hold on, such a visionary. It takes to find John's. I pray that the Lord blesses you with the Bible someone like easy. Janelle in your life who will have vision where you yeah, have none. This podcast, um, and you know, just be obedient to the Lord to hear His voice and to do when He says jump, say how high, and tell me when to stop jumping. Simon says jump, you just Simon jumps and keep jumping. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wouldn't be Simon that's jumping; it would be the other person. Honestly, Janelle. But yeah, she Gabby, is you have the scripture We're standing We're here. Off of only only Gabriel, I mean Ariel. The time limit Jesus. Is up. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So it was just. 
I feel like it's been lost. But when Janelle, when I was mm-hmm. saying, allow the Lord to challenge you, and Janelle was saying yes, whatever she was saying, I forget right now. But um, I just want to encourage you, myself, mm-hmm. you too, mm-hmm. and everyone listening that you know we 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 have to press on. <laughs> We have to press on. We have to press on. Um, We need to press on. (laughs) Just why does the scripture need an introduction? Because I have to say it. Because so we need to press on because we have all been called and we all have our own purpose and we are going to be responsible at the end of this time when the Lord takes us home. He's going to ask us to give an account. And this is what Jesus said right before uh, he was taken to heaven. I have glorified you down here on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Okay, just grab my edges. Let that, I, <laughs> want, I, want that, I want that to be our testimony. I want that to be your testimony that at the end of this age, we've done to the best of our ability yeah what, what god, god has told us to do has called us to do and called us to do what has he called us to do gabby he's called us to spread the gospel amen and bring it to the people <laughs> listen good night <laughs> and on that note we'll catch you in the next episode we're praying for you we love you peace out